All right, what's good, what's good? Welcome to another episode of Pass the Rock Podcast. Once again, we're back for another topic. Today's topic, Stephen Curry. Ladies and gentlemen, if you watch basketball, you know, I mean, obviously we know Stephen Curry is probably going to go down as the best shooter of all time, but we're talking about now. We're not talking about 2016, 2015 when he won MVP back-to-back, we're not going to talk about unanimous MVP years, we're not going to talk about his rings, we're not going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about today, right now, Stephen Curry is making the biggest debate, the biggest argument for MVP. And initially, it started off with a lot of people doubting my man. Okay, I kind of, a little bit I thought Stephen Curry was heading downwards, I thought his career was kind of like just going down, you know, he's he is about... 34, 35, I believe, you know, his, his, his years are kind of like counting down. Uh, he's actually 33 years old, and that was very wrong. But he's 33, you know, around this age, shooters just kind of just shoot. There's not too many things they can do after a while, especially when you start getting into that, you know, that 36 range of where LeBron James is, but LeBron James is just different. That's besides the point. But I thought he was also probably, you know, not going to be as good as we've known him to be in the past. And obviously a lot of analysts had a lot to say about it. A lot of people said Stephen Curry is washed. Stephen Curry is not going to be Stephen Curry anymore. Stephen Curry is this. Stephen Curry is that. Unfortunately, every single thing they said was wrong, and it actually pissed off this man to the point that he has refused to score lower than 30 points in the past probably 20 games. Who got him this mad? Actually, whoever got him this mad, I really appreciate you. Even Kendrick Perkins had an apologizing on Twitter talking about, I'm so sorry, Steph Curry, for whatever I said. Because he's going off so crazy. Now, let's go to the st- statistics of things. In 2015, whenever Stephen Curry had his unanimous MVP vote, I believe, whenever he was, you know, the GOAT Steph Curry that everybody was talking about, he averaged 30.1 points per game. And that obviously made a big argument, allowed people to see how great of a basketball player he is. He also had 5.4 assists and 6.7 rebounds per game. Or actually, I flipped that. 5.4 rebounds and 6.7 assists per game. In that season, he won unanimous MVP. As we all know, he did his thing. Chef Curry was in the building. The next season, he also won MVP again. Chef Curry was in the building again. This season, Steph Curry is averaging 31 points per game. 31.3 points to be exact, 5.6 rebounds per game. This is better than his, this, the, his scoring level is better than it was his MVP season. If that is not a wake-up call for you, I don't know what is. He is scoring, he is scoring the ball better than he did his MVP season. You cannot tell me that Steph Curry, Steph Curry is not MVP worth. Now, obviously, when you look at the reality of things, the reason why Stephen Curry might not win MVP is because of his team, the Golden State Warriors. Unfortunately, the Warriors had a very tough start to the season and are kind of trying to fight their way into that top eight in the West. If the playoffs started today, the Warriors would not make it because they're 10th in the West. They are 31 and 30. They need to win. Uh, they need to 
aim to win every game for the rest of the season. I'm not saying that's what they need, but they pretty much need to aim at that because that's really what's going to give them that high-level winning that they've done. And if you've if you've watched them this season, every time Steph Curry does not perform well, they don't really perform well either. Stephen Curry did not perform well against the the Washington Wizards. He had his field goal percentage was terrible. He was seven for 25. He was two for 14 from threes, and he scored 18 points. That is probably the worst uh, performance we've seen. 18 points is probably an average performance. But for Steph, Steph Curry, he's Steph Curry, so that's a bad performance. But besides that performance, I'm going to literally look at the numbers right now to show y'all. Apart from the 18, from recent, we got 37, 32, 49, 47, 33, 42, 53, 38, 42, 41. He is going insane. He is, he is not stopped. And he is literally not stopped. I believe the past 20 games or even more, he is not He's literally not scored less than 30 points besides that 18-point performance. And then also, in the month of April alone, he's, he's averaged about 37 points per game. If you or anybody else think or thinks that Steph Curry is not worthy of MVP based on his performance, not his team's performance, because if Steph Curry was on, let's say, the Lakers right now, he would probably be at least two or three in the MVP running right now. So right now we have Jokic ahead of him, of course. We have Joel Embiid, of course. We have Luka Doncic, of course. And we have the great Giannis Antetokounmpo, two-time MVP, ahead of Steph Curry right now. Now, what does Stephen Curry need to do to win MVP right now? Besides what he's doing, what does he personally need to do? Nothing, really. I mean, all he has to kind of do is get his team to win. That's really all he has to do. But at the end of the day, that is not his position. He does not have his splash bro with him. Imagine if Steph Curry had Klay Thompson right next to him right now as he was doing this. There will be no argument of who is who should be the MVP this season. Obviously, he has Jamon Green with him. Uh, he has Kelly Oubre the likes of that. He has many people on this team. He has weapons. He has people that you do believe should be able to show their talents. Andrew Wiggins is here. Talent should be shown. Um, also, you know, unfortunately, James Wiseman, the rookie, has been in and out of injury, so that's not been necessarily enough for him to you know, to help out the team, <coughs> excuse me, to help out the team as much as possible. No, that is not COVID. I took the vaccine. Go take the vaccine, everybody. It's a good deal. But with the, that's besides the point. Um, I think that Steph Curry would be top candidate for the MVP if not for his team situation. So right now, what needs to happen, what exactly needs to happen is the Golden State Warriors needs to wake up, get their stuff together, for the rest of the season because I don't want to see my man's not become MVP or not at least get his shot at MVP all because of his team. That is literally bad. It's happened to so many people. Ah, we are sick and tired of it. Come on, Warriors. Just listen. What you got to do is just keep winning. You got to get past two teams. 
You want to be at least number eight. At least number eight. The Warriors, you want to stop. Hope the Spurs don't win any more games. The Trailblazers, you hope they start declining. And the Grizzlies, you hope they start declining. So you can kind of get that eight, seven spot. And if you want to shoot for the Stars a little higher, you want to hope that the Mavericks do not win too many more games as you all continue to win, hopefully. Because you want to have that comfortable sixth spot so at least you don't have too much to drop down. Unfortunately, I don't think you can stop the Jazz from winning right now or the Suns or the Clippers or the Nuggets. The Lakers maybe, but I, LeBron James is about to make a return. We're, we're going to make the playoffs. I don't know how you can compete to get to the fifth spot. But what I will say right now is Steph Curry is making an argument. Now, let's push the stats aside. Let's move that away. Let's get off the books. Let's talk about this man's three just by watching, I'm not even talking about, obviously, through the stats, he probably averaged at least seven to eight threes per night. He's made it up to, up to about 12 threes in a game over this run of his ballistic talent showcase that he's been showing us throughout the season. But just watching the way he plays, obviously, we know he dribbles the ball, crisscross, whatever, whatever. Do you understand that Steph Curry and Damon Lillard are making it very difficult for these, for the defenders in the league? Like, really, really difficult. If I was in the NBA right now, playing defense against Steph Curry and Damon Lillard would be annoying as a guard. Why? Because you have to guard. The moment they get to the midcourt, half court, you have to press them right there because Steph Curry and Damon Lillard will shoot the ball from there. Now push Damon Lillard aside. Let's go to Steph Curry. He will shoot the ball from half court, and he will make it. We know he will make that. He will easily make that shot. It's actually pretty insane, like, because you, you don't understand why a guy of this caliber, like, why should that be a thin? You know, back in the day, go, go back 30, 30, 40 years from now, three-point was not even worried about it. In Michael Jordan's days, Michael Jordan was not even that good of a three-point shooter. Like, people were more worried about him slashing the ball, dribbling, scoring, getting assists, all that. In this day and age, you have to be worried about a guy just pulling up from half court and draining the three in, going maybe like two steps away from half court, three steps away from half court, and draining that three in. That is who Steph Curry is. Steph Curry created that error, which is why I know when all is said and done, when he drops the basketball, takes off the shoes, ties, ties it up, closes that locker, calls it a day, hopefully with the Warriors because I want him to stay in the Warriors for the rest of his career for the rest of his career. He will go down as the best shooter to ever do it in this game. Right now, Ray Allen is stopping him for most threes in uh, for, for, for most threes in history of the NBA. Ray Allen, I don't really know what Ray Allen was on, going nuts, doing whatever he needs to do. But, I mean, you saw the three-point contest also. Let's bring that up. He did his thing. You watch the All-Star game. You, you've watched him all season ever since they said Steph Curry was washed and he was not going to make it. You saw the things that he has done. Now, if you don't watch basketball, you don't follow basketball that much, do me a favor and try to watch at least one Golden State Warrior game every week. You don't have to watch a whole game, but just watch some parts of the game, a significant amount of the game. You will see... 
how talented this man is. Even just from what, if you don't know anything about basketball statistics, you don't know anything about the numbers, you go into a, you know basic basketball. Or even if you don't even know basic basketball, you, you, know what bas- you know basketball, what basketball is. You know the sport. You go into the Golden State Arena or whatever arena he's playing at to go watch a basketball game that Steph Curry is playing in. You will know that he is one of the best out there just by watching. By the way, he dribbles the ball. By the way, he shoots the ball. By the way, he, he's comfortable out there passing the ball, doing crazy things behind the back, floaters. I don't know what else. If Steph Curry does a reason Steph Curry is not super athletic and can do windmills, because if that was the case, that would actually be crazy. Um, that would be something that I personally would want to see, but, you know, that's not the case. We don't live a perfect world. So, if you are somebody who does not watch basketball, going into a basketball arena alone and seeing Steph Curry play the game of basketball, it doesn't matter what arena you're going to. You see him at a gym. You see him at, you know, a full-on NBA arena. You see him at, you see him on the streets. You see him in a smaller, you will know that he is a shooter first. You will know he's a bas- You will know he plays the game of basketball to his best capacity. And I am so grateful. We should, we, we, one thing I need to say right now, we should definitely appreciate Steph Curry right now while he is in the league. Give him his flowers right now because, and it's kind of, it's kind of a thing that we tend to do as sports fanatics. We ask for too much. Okay, you've done this. Give me more. Oh, I broke the records for the most in the game. Okay, do it again. Oh, I won. I have two rings. Okay, give me more. I have three rings. Okay, give me more. I got four. Give me more. Michael Jordan did more than that. I could definitely believe from watching The Last Dance, Michael Jordan didn't get his, most of his flowers while he was in the league. Obviously, he got his flowers from all his fans and all that, but from the general sports world, everyone knew Michael Jordan was great, but, you know, they were kind of, you know, being haters, trying to pick on him here and there. Same thing we do to our stars right now, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Luka, Giannis, Dame, all of these talented guys, Chris Paul, Kawhi, and so on and so forth. Jason Tate, all these talented basketball players, we're doing it right now. We're not giving them their flowers. But right now, Steph Curry, the likes of Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kevin Durant are getting towards the end of career. We should give him their flowers right now because when it's all said and done, we will miss watching him play the game of basketball. R.I.P. to the great Kobe Bryant. A lot of people towards the end of his career, even throughout his career, were hating on Kobe. Kobe's a selfish player. Kobe's this, Kobe's that. Now we can never see Kobe Brown play the game of basketball ever again anywhere. We need to give those flowers to the greats right now when we can watch them play the game of basketball. We can see them do their things at a high level because when it's all said and done, I know I'm going to miss this era of basketball. I know when LeBron James, Steph, and all these people retire, I'm going to be like, dang, I didn't get to, I wish I could watch Another Steph Curry game, another LeBron James game, another Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant game. I wish I could watch all this stuff. So right now, in this day and age, as we have the chance to see them do their thing, let's appreciate them for who they are and what they can do. Because when it's all said and done, when they hang up that jersey, we can't see them play the game of basketball at a high level again. And that's when it's going to hurt the most. Now, with that being said, 
Ray Allen, 2,973 three-pointers throughout his career. Steph Curry is at 2,768. I'm confident that Steph Curry is going to beat the record. As long as Steph Curry stays healthy throughout the rest of his career, yes, he might have injuries here and there. If he doesn't have, God forbid, uh, not even going to say it, but as long as he stays healthy throughout the rest of his career, I personally believe he's going to beat this record and it will make him the undisputed number one shooter of all time. Anyways, guys, with that being said, thank you for watching. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, KTX, KTXC Radio Station. As I am uh, graduating from Texas Tech, this will be my last recording session in the studio, but it was a great, amazing six sessions, I believe, here. Gave me a great feel, gave me a great environment. Y'all make sure to go to, to, go to ktxt.org to go look at the audio files and listen to my audio portions of recording. Actually, it's ktxtfm.org. Make sure to check that out. Go look at my, my audio versions of these podcasts. Stay up to date. Now with YouTube, y'all make sure to like, subscribe, comment, leave any debate topics y'all want me to talk about. Yes, I'm not going to be recording in the studio anymore, but it doesn't mean Pastor Rock doesn't keep on going. We're going to the moon by the grace of God. But with that being said, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Watch Steph Curry. Watch basketball. And the NFL Draft is on Thursday. Peace out.